0: I'm quite good at ignoring daunting truths and just putting them aside and then just getting on with something like, you know, um, putting up new bird feeders on our balcony.
1: That is Heidi Kirk, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Low Season. I'm Wouter Bernard, a tour guide in Berlin, and today I'm talking to Heidi about birds for one, but also about much, much more.
0: I mean, I was running around trying to buy face masks in, in February, and even then it was very hard to find them. So I sent some to China, took three weeks for them to get there.
1: We'll talk about what it's like to be in quarantine with a kid.
0: When you're 15, I don't think it's your dream to spend, you know, an unlimited amount of time with your
1: mom. Heidi has been in Berlin since 2015 and has been a guide for the past three years. Here is our conversation. Hello. Hello. Hi. Is this Heidi speaking? Yes. That is great. That's, that's the person I was looking for cool. <laughs> hey, Heidi, how are you doing?
0: I'm all right. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, it's a beautiful day. I've got... Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> is it
0: not? Well, we've had much more beautiful.
1: This is actually true. You're absolutely right.
0: What, what exactly? Um, so this is for your podcast, right?
1: This is for my podcast, right?
0: Cool. And you've been talking to lots of people. And you're gathering lots of info.
1: No, it's it's been it's been really, really, really good. Like uh, I've only started thinking about this project like last week, and then I started sending emails out to people if they'd be interested in a chat. And realistically, the only real chats I had were on Monday. And so far, I've been able to speak to 25 people. So it's been quite full on, lots of conversations. But I've got some really nice. Yeah, just some really nice conversations about what people are going through, what they're thinking, how their daily lives are like, and nothing too too crazy, but just a sort of a personal insight in how we're all dealing with, with the crisis.
0: Yeah. Before we do anything else, can you just make sure that you again extend my thanks to Georgia for passing on all that amazing information because that was so useful.
1: Did you well, what did, what did you do with it? What did you um, what, what did you get from it?
0: I applied for 5000 euros and I received 5000 euros. So,
1: yeah. That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, that's awesome. Maybe uh, we could just uh... Yeah, I could just ask you how 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 are you doing? How have you been?
0: I've been a lot better since the 5,000 euros landed in my account. So um, before that, yeah, I was really, really worried, you know, with a few sleepless nights and stuff. Um, but no, since then I sleep much better. And I mean, Mina and I, um, my daughter, we're both kind of introverts. So for us, honestly, this isn't so bad, you know, Um, I have friends who have very, very busy jobs, who are used to socializing for work and stuff, and who have young children at home, and they're going crazy, but, so I feel really very lucky in that sense.
1: How old is your daughter?
0: She's 15.
1: Yeah, that means also you have a bit of your, your own life already.
0: Yeah, exactly, and you know i mean we're lucky we get along i mean she did ask me yesterday if we could just kind of have a bit more uh time apart considering we can't really have space apart but you know we we get on so that's that's and i'm happy to give her that considering when you're 15 i don't think it's your dream to spend you know an unlimited amount of time with your mom in a 54 square meter apartment so
1: pretty cool mom though
0: could be worse, maybe.
1: <laughs> how is she? How is she coping with the whole situation?
0: She's great. I mean, she's um, she's a real self starter. She's incredibly disciplined and motivated, and she thinks home education's working out much better for her anyway. So, I mean, she misses her friends, of course. Um, they do conference calls and stuff, um, but she thinks she's learning a lot more at home. Uh, which I think is probably true. Um, she's getting some great support from teachers. It's not kind of across the board. I think different teachers have different approaches to this whole online teaching, you know. Um, but yeah, no, she's she's been doing very well. Um, makes me feel guilty every day because she's so much more productive and disciplined. And but no, we're. We're good here. And of course, it's great that compared to other countries, we still get to go out for a walk and play badminton. I mean, I'm assuming we're allowed to do that. Um, But yeah, so that makes a difference. And as you said at the start, the weather is gorgeous. So that that helps
1: yeah it, it's uh it's absolutely gorgeous it also <laughs> immediately reminds you of what you're missing not being able to to guide around yeah um how how have you been coping with the fact that you you, you don't do any tours anymore
0: um well i mean like i say obviously i miss the income because yeah uh that's that's what i do so Uh, That's hard and as you say I mean it's the it's one of the best times of year so it's kind of a shame to be missing out on that right now Um, but on the other hand it's right now I mean it's it's the school holidays Easter holidays so for once I mean I actually get to be home with Mina instead of running around doing tours and just taking a few days off so in that sense it's kind of relaxing.
1: I can imagine that it's it's already difficult you're a single parent taking care mm-hmm. of, of a 15 year old um, kid That that's already a big enough challenge and then on top of that you all of a sudden lose not only just a big chunk of your income which is very very important but also all of a sudden that thing that you do that you maybe sort of enjoy getting out of the house or just forget everything a little bit and and start yeah talking about that i can imagine is is that something that for example your your daughter is aware of like do you talk about that at all that that you are stressed about these kind of things
0: um she's she, we basically had i mean as i said she's 15 and she's very very smart and she knows that we're not well off, but you know, this during this this episode here, this crisis. I mean, we I've basically been very honest with her as to what exactly the state of our finances is. So, um, yeah. So she is aware, um, but I think for her, the the fact that I've become more transparent about. Our situation has actually helped her be less anxious because I think she was more anxious before that she 's very ambitious she wants to study overseas she 's very much aware that that costs a lot of money that we don 't have, so she knows she 'll need a scholarship so yeah um, no she 's very aware of of our situation we 've been I have to add that you know we have been lucky because her dad uh, lives in China. So we've um, kind of been aware of the situation a little bit longer. I mean, I was running around trying to buy face masks for him and his family um, in in February. And even then it was very hard to find them. Um, So I sent some to China, took three weeks for them to get there. Um, We'd kind of given up on them. And by the time they arrived... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I said, should I send you the next batch? And he said, you know, we don't need them anymore. I think you'll need them next. So hold on to them, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so so we've been very aware of that. And luckily, you know, I mean, we're on good terms. And he basically offered to send us the child support, which usually comes yearly in October, um, eight months early. Hmm. So that's also obviously a huge help. But yeah, I mean, for people, you know, who don't have help like that, um, either from family or here in Berlin, um, I guess our situation is also very, very lucky. Um, my my partner lives in Saxony and he's an artist. And yeah, for him, I think my understanding is that all he can apply for is the federal money which he's done but it takes much longer and so yeah i think in berlin yeah things are pretty good c- comparatively
1: have you been um yeah i i did you compare the situation as it is happening right now with what is happening in china well what kind of information are you getting from there? Well,
0: yeah, we are comparing a lot. I mean um Shanghai obviously wasn't the epicenter of of anything um, but yeah, so we know that schools there opened again. we think it's about two or three weeks ago, so they would have been closed for about two weeks, uh, sorry two months. And so assuming that, you know, they managed to flatten the curve here the way they did in China, um, we're kind of thinking, OK, it's not very realistic, that kids will go back to school after the Easter break. But in May, hopefully, that's what we're hoping for. But yeah, obviously, it all remains to be seen. And And yeah, our situation here is very different from China. I mean, in China for instance they had um wearing these um face masks became mandatory which is why you know we were trying to send them to to my ex-husband because basically if you went out without one you would get fined you'd be in trouble But the government didn't have any to supply to their own people so it was a pretty bad situation so once again i'm just very very grateful that we're living here and i mean germany's death rate is so incredibly low still um comparatively so yeah i think it would be worse if we were somewhere else
1: you were uh, mentioning that um you you found it Sort of difficult uh, to be productive especially comparison compared to your daughter yes. it's something that I've been hearing a lot from from guides um, overcoming the first shock of course of a complete loss of work and then having to file for all of these things like uh, the the two uh, shows this grant and then trying to come to terms with the fact that you aren't well very likely not going to have any work for the yeah well foreseeable future yeah uh, it's quite a daunting challenge. Um, how, how, yeah, how have you been dealing with that fact that you, you want to do things, you want to use that time, but for some reason or another, it's also just very difficult to get around to doing things?
0: So, so for me, I think it's all the harder when I don't have uh, an external pressure. You know, if if I don't need to be somewhere at a particular time to meet people, to do something, um, it's going to take me a lot longer to do it, to start doing it. And then when I do it, it'll take a lot longer. So yeah, the whole self-motivating business is, is quite problematic for me. Um, on the other hand, I'm I'm quite good at sort of um, ignoring daunting truths and just putting them aside and then just getting on with something like, you know, um, putting up new bird feeders on our balcony or trying a new acupressure mat that I bought. Or, you know, just yeah. So which isn't it's I don't think that that's a virtue, but it does help. Preserve your sanity at times
1: oh absolutely i i, I completely no no, no. <laughs> I completely agree with you with the fact that um like I haven't really um been thinking much about what's next, you know mm-hmm. the the thing that I've only come to terms with is with the fact that I now have some time in which I can do a podcast project for example mm-hmm. So yeah, the putting these things off and and ignoring them for a bit I think is very <laughs> natural yeah and uh, we first have to get to grips with yeah with how big it all is right it's mm-hmm. it's it's out of our hands for most of the part, and it's difficult to foresee what actually will happen,
0: yeah. No, I mean, I just feel especially, you know, with the tourism sector, I feel like that is such a big unknown. Because, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of other industries are most likely going to bounce back. Um, You know, I mean, things like, I imagine public transport will be used more again, you know, and, and things like that. But when it comes to tourism yeah you, it's it's really hard to tell and how how willing um how eager are people going to be to travel you know are we ever going to reach the numbers that we had before corona and how long is it going to take before it all gets going again so so yeah that's i think um yeah i think that we're especially affected in that regard
1: what kind of birds do you get on your bird feeder
0: Um, I get a lot of tits, very nice, Um, then sparrows, um, then um, for the last couple of days a very fat pigeon that tries to balance on the bird feeder dish uh, that's sort of on a single pole, so it has to do some acrobatics and then kicks most of them off anyway. Um, and yeah, that, that's it. Nothing very exciting. Sometimes something interesting comes along, but it's alone and it leaves very quickly and I don't have time to get a good look at it. So, yeah.
1: Well, uh, Heidi, I wanna thank you so much for taking the time to to talking with me. Um, I'd love to be able to talk to you again, maybe somewhere in the future. I hope that's okay with you and see where your head's at and what's going on. Uh, it's all been very stressful times and I still think we're all trying to sort of adjust to our new situations and maybe in a, a couple of weeks or a couple of months, we're all, yeah, maybe have a bit of a clearer idea of where this is all going to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, thanks a lot for doing this and I'm very, very curious to see the outcome and to listen to your podcast when it's all done.
1: Heidi, have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll chat soon.
0: Okay. Bye Walter.
1: <laughs> bye bye Heidi. That was Heidi Kirk, ladies and gentlemen, the bird lady. I feel that was a really honest insight in what it's like to lose your income overnight. One moment everything is in order, the next you all of a sudden have no idea where your rent is going to come from. I know I had some serious difficulties coming to terms with that, let alone if you have to navigate all of that with a teenager. More parenting stories are in the works, people with toddlers, with babies, and even parents with kids that are not even born just yet. The closing down of schools and daycares is an incredible burden on the everyday life of parents and I think a huge reminder of how essential these institutions actually are. If you enjoyed this conversation of The Low Season, do let me know. And if you want to get in touch, for example because you want to share your own story or you think somebody else might be perfect for a chat, shoot me an email at thelowseasonpodcast at gmail.com. The Low Season will be a daily beast with new episodes published every day, Monday to Friday, though we can't get up close, we'll definitely be getting personal. Music by Mark Schilders, artwork by Sergio Membrias, Georgia Riungus, the Puppet Master and I Just Dance. And of course, a massive thanks to all the people that shared their stories with me over the past week. You're such an amazing, interesting and wide variety of worldly people. And I love talking to all of you. Speak soon, my friends.